Ho, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Christmas Spectacular Fun Times of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here with me, as always, is my friend, co-host, um, and Christmas elf friend, Frederick. I, wanted, I want everyone to know I did, I did not stand for this. I did not know this was happening. I want to make it very clear that I don't know who he is and I don't know what he wants from me. I'm so tired. <laughs> right. I hear the jingles of yesteryear. I planned this out literal hours in advance and now I'm so tired that I really did not. Th- I was thinking I would come in with a big emphasis and like it would be a really jolly opening. And instead, I think I've depressed everyone's Christmases. Um, I I don't know. I think I think it was. I don't think it'd get any more jolly, honestly. <laughs> but I did. Uh, I did hope that the jingling of my keys would make up for the jingling of you know. Those were the keys, and not your um, <laughs> nether regions. <laughs> no, yeah, I did swing those in front of the microphone for about twenty minutes. Just <laughs> that that, that was the sound of sound of church bells. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's uh. Well, we're one minute thirty seconds in. And we've already made a joke about my testicles. So this is off to a, a great. <laughs> Start so we're for Christmas the usual party. then. <laughs> so um yeah, well here's the thing, everyone. Uh, we were going to do <laughs> a Christmassy thing, a Christmassy pod, but I realized that we'd actually already done a Christmassy pod, and we'd basically covered all the Christmassy topics in that pod. Um, ah, so didn't really think that one through, but. <laughs> Rutro. <laughs> Instead, we're going to be doing a classic news and then a topic pod, and we're going to try to just put a Christmassy mm. jolly twist on it. And maybe as we go along, like we will unleash ourselves from our exhaustion, and we will just come alive with the spirit and love of Christmas. Um, of, of, of of Father Claus. Of Father Claus, and uh, the yeah, the end of year pod where we do our award show. That will be the next episode. So don't worry, we didn't forget about that. This is just. A classic episode because we also we had to hit a little no way home review. Uh, more we like do need, we do need to talk about it. More like no more like no way jingle bells. There we go, Christmasified. God, I love Christmas with you. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. More like Spider Man No Way Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Am I right, guys? I I do. I am the most fun at every party. I think it's well. Actually, can we open up by the way, real quick? I am the host with the most. Anyways, go on. We were at a bit of a bit of a shindig the other day, and we um, were at a shindig. We won a beer pong again. Just want to put that out there. Big moves. It was pretty yeah. epic. <laughs> we won't we won't talk about the two other times we lost at the same party, but <laughs> that we did hit an epic victory. It Was pretty epic. I mean, we did also <laughs> we did a classic where we built up to the victory every time. So we would just ask each other casually, like, "Are you gonna try to do it? Oh, I guess I'll do it. Should, should I should, should I should I end the, this game? And then we and then after the twelfth time. <laughs> We finally hit it, and it was it the greatest moment. Worked. Yeah. Good times, party fun times, Christmas times. Uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Jingle Bells. <laughs> More like Spider-Man right up the chimney, am I right? All right. So God, that's how, That sounds vaguely <laughs> sexual. <laughs> that's my Spider-Man uh, Christmas-themed fan fiction. Anyway, also I would just like to point out that my notes here say... Make it Christmassy news, no way home review. So you know, really good pod coming mm. up. Okay, so so we're uh, we're going we're going in depth today. <laughs> um, first of all, so their topics, uh, their time codes down below. First of all, just a bunch of trailers. One could say, "Ho ho ho!" I'm the trailer man here with all the trailers. First trailer out of the gate. <laughs> um, 
did you see? I think I think we might lose subscribers. After this <laughs> yeah, this is not going well. This is not going well. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> right. So the trailer man came by. <laughs> All right. So okay, now I'm the trailer man. <laughs> you will not believe what he what he doth bring. All right. So the trailer man. Yeah. Okay. So how about okay? Let's do some role playing here. Um, you play. Oh, okay. Yes. I play <laughs> the submissive one. <laughs> no, this is so terrible. Okay, you play a very excited person waiting for Santa Claus to bring presents down the chimney. I am Santa Claus, okay, okay, and the okay. presents are movie trailer news topic discussions. Okay, okay, okay. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Santa, why are you naked? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, never mind. Never mind. Uh, we'll move on. <laughs> I would just like to specify you were playing an adult character um, before that gets... Oh, right, right. Anyway... First trailer, I'm shooting down the chimney. Uh, did you see the Sonic 2 trailer? Sonic the Hedgehog. I did see the Sonic 2 trailer. Did you like it? I loved it. <laughs> did you think... <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 another present. Um, did you think... Oh my god, they're shooting down the chimney like, like f***ing bullets. God damn. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Santa locked and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> another Christmas-themed porno? <laughs> <laughs> um so um, the song, no i thought it looked pretty good yeah we we have an introduction of new characters tails so named tails for his famous appendages and knuckles <laughs> and knuckles known uh for that because he does have spiky knuckles they're very innovative he is voiced by idris um which who's was, tails voiced by uh i guess i'll look it up i got nothing better to do <laughs> I mean, as the, the Christmas grou- Santa, the grouchiest, the grouchiest Santa. Um, Santa, what's 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 the deal with this present? Shut the f- up! <laughs> I guess I'll f- him look it up. Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, it's Colleen O'Shaughnessy, Principal oh. O'Shaughnessy. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Principal O'Shaughnessy. Um, she's in nothing else really. Cool. Oh, I oh no, she was the wasp on Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but um, it also features Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik, James mm-hmm, Marsden mm-hmm. returning as Tom, the legendary character, and um, yeah, having not seen the first film, it looks just exactly like the first one, which was probably okay. So that's that's yeah, I've I've seen it, but I remember very little about it. Um. They're leaning heavily into, like, the Sonic lore. Like, I know there's, like, a green gem that's part of the Sonic, you know, the Sonic stuff. <laughs> the heavy Sonic lore? There's some golden rings there. Jeez. Uh, they really went over the top Jim, on this Jim, one. Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey is quite good in the in the first movie, I think, but there we I, go. Don't, I don't know what they're going to... Yeah, so let's let's go for it. Go, Jim. Go, Jim. Next up, shooting down the chimney. It's a, the biggest present you could ever ask for. It's a fantastical oh, beast trailer. It's full of the present. You open the present and a giant beast comes out and it mauls your face and kills your family. I don't f***ing know. Merry Christmas. Um, th- th- thanks, Santa. <laughs> I love this. I imagine just a mall Santa, some kid sitting on his lap and he's just so f***ing sick of his job. And he's like, I don't know, a f***ing bear comes out of the gift and then it eats your dad. Goodbye. Uh, did you see Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore? 
I swear to God, I was about to call it Jumbledore because I was going to say Jude Law. <laughs> Jumbledore just, that's from now on. The secrets of Jumbledore. <laughs> Jumbledore sounds like Dumbledore, but he just like falls over a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Hashtag Fumbledore. Um, Sorry. If if ooh. if the character of Dumbledore ever does anything bad, we need He's to call Hashtag it. up a door. <laughs> Hashtag massive Elador. Did you see the trailer for Fantastic Beasts? I would absolutely watch a movie with a man <laughs> called Massive Elador in it. Um, I um, thought I did also. I did also see this trailer. God, we're doing way better than we usually do. About. Yeah. Um, and by that you mean you saw it when it shot out of the chimney. Let's see how long we can keep this vague premise going. If the, that even counts. Okay. As a okay. Premise. No, I. Oh my God, I love when it shot down the. Was it shooting out of the chimney or into <laughs> the chimney? I don't know. It's in your the stocking. Just... Oh, again, sounds weirdly threatening. Um, Whatever we're talking about, it's in your stocking. Fantastic Beast. So I thought it looked actually pretty good considering the last one was hot garbage. Um, yeah, honestly. <laughs> hot garbage. Uh, um... Yeah, like the last one, awful. I still haven't seen the first one, so I can't really say anything. But this one, with the addition of the... Hmm... <laughs> I love how um, you said it so loud that your mic literally cut out, so all I heard was... Hmm... Um, but so are you not upset I, I about honestly, the, the lack of Johnny Depp? I am very much, I am very much upset about the, the lack of a Johnny, but... If there's going to be a good replacement, I think Mass Mikkelsen is a good one. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks pretty pretty good in the role. I mean, everyone, there was a whole thing I saw. I was like, justice for Johnny Depp. And they were like, there's only one Grindelwald, and he looks like this, and there's a picture of Johnny Depp. I'm like, come on, he did not that much he in that even, movie. Uh, and yeah, like, I won't lie. Like, I, I didn't think he was a bad Grindelwald, but Grindelwald did not get a, like, a lot to do like, with that Like, he's a nothing character. Like, so... I get it if you're upset about, like, the Johnny Depp thing or whatever. That's a whole separate thing. But, like, for the character itself, it's not like they replaced, you know, like a like a Captain America like or they... someone for, like, you know, who's been around for yeah. a lot of movies. And it's literally just... It's not like they did, like, a Johnny Depp and, like, t- took Johnny Depp out of Pirates franchise or something yeah. like that. It's like, is that the only way Grindelwald could look? Also, he looks fucking stupid in that movie. I'm just putting it out there. He has... He's got too much going on, you know? It's like, he looks like he just took everything yeah. out of a Halloween store and put it on. <laughs> sorry, I'm a, little, I'm a little tired. I'm a little, I'm a little grumpy. So, so, sorry, I'm, I'm a bit of a Grindelwald hater. It's, uh... <laughs> um, but I thought it also generally looked more interesting. It has, you know, a bit more Dumbledore's mm. you'd expect, Fumbledore. It has like, I don't know, a bit of a bit of a team up aspect to it that looks a bit fun. It looks it looks more fun than the last one, you know, which was just it does look more boring. fun and oh, yeah, a bit more action. It just it it looks exciting. I'm here for it. Yeah, magic world, uh, good stuff. Then when is it? It comes out. I believe April. April. Okay. Hopefully cinemas will be open by then. Yeah, cinemas just closed down again, so that's f***ing brilliant. So that's great. Um, then <laughs> breaks down. <laughs> Next thing in my lap, <laughs> Santa's got severe depression. <laughs> then we have uh, the trailer for Operation Fortune, 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 Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. That's a lot of fortunes in one title. <laughs> I think they should change that. <laughs> Statham... Richie Grant movie. What'd you think of this one? Oh my god, Santa, an amazing present you've brought here. <laughs> I think it actually looks I'm excited for it. Like as we've said before, the the dude Pori movies are often hit or miss. Gentlemen, huge hit. 
whatever the other one was called, Wrath of Man, huge miss. I reckon he's following uh, the rhythm here, and it's going to be a huge hit, because it looks quite fun. Grant looks like he's doing um, a similar performance to a Fletcher Mundo in this, mm. I think. And, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, that's very exciting. Um, I... Uh, yeah, I think it looks much more like a movie he actually wanted to make than the ones where it's like, look, it's fucking like Aladdin or Wrath of Man or whatever, where it's just, it just looks like he kind of did it for a paycheck a little bit. <laughs> look, it's Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Direct quote from the movie Aladdin. Just someone points out screen. Look, it's Aladdin. Oh my goodness. It's Aladdin. <laughs> um, and the, yeah, this one looks, you know, it looks as Guy Ritchie as it gets, you know, it's all... Uh, fast cuts and you know sharp witty mm. dialogue and it has Bugsy Malone and Jason Statham interacting I feel like that's a cool like dude poor universe crossover you know um, it is it is Statham looks like he's playing the same you know guy he plays and everything but yeah, yeah it doesn't Statham can't really play many other dudes but I I still think he uh he'll, he'll pull it off nicely I think it'll probably fit well in the in this movie yeah it doesn't because it, it doesn't... seems more lighthearted than Wrath of Man yeah definitely it doesn't look as good as The Gentleman, but it, it looks like quite a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. big excitement on that one. We're going to take a little break. Uh, Santa's going to take a little break from shooting trailers directly at your face as if they were machine gun bullets. Um, okay. To shoot um, some Golden Globe nominees right out the chimney. Ooh. So, did you? <laughs> I swear, there's so much sexual Yeah, no, okay. In, yeah, in we got we to gotta, we gotta stop this. No, no, no. We, we got to continue it. I love it. <laughs> All right. They're not. Sh- okay. Shh. Santa has um, snuck in. That's not a good start. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and you can't run. No, Santa, he... <laughs> and you're tied down to the floor. <laughs> but you're happy about it, and it's consensual. I like how we're beyond the point of just stopping doing this horrible bit, and we've just gone to, like, okay, let's at least make sure that, it, like, you're happy about it. So, did you see... So, okay, Santa, he went down the chimney, and he put, like, Golden Globe nominees as Christmas tree decorations... So okay, what's what's on the Christmas tree, Santa? I'm so glad you asked. We have best picture dramas. <laughs> that being, of course, Belfast, Coda, Dune. Sorry, Dune, King Dune. Richard, and Power, <laughs> Power of the Dog, comma the. Um. So, <laughs> have you seen any of those? <laughs> I have seen half uh, of The Power of the Dog, and I plan on watching the other half soon, but it's pretty good so far. Um, I've seen Dune, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I want to see. I want to watch all the other ones. Um, I'll hopefully get to them. Then Best Picture Musical Comedy, we had Don't Look Up, uh, Licorice Pizza, Tick, Tick. Is Don't Look Up a musical? Boom. Uh, no, Don't Look Up is a comedy, I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story, and Serrano, which is about T- Peter Dinklage, but he sings. Um, <laughs> I, <like it. laughs> I don't think that description has changed any of the times you've told me about that movie. <laughs> this, it's Peter Dinklage, but he sings. <laughs> There's not much else to it, really, that I've seen, but apparently it's good. Tick, Tick, Boom. What is that? Is that a, it's Andrew Garfield, that? and he sings about writing a musical or something. Hear me out. It's Andrew Garfield, but he sings. (laughs) It's my favorite genre of film. Um, (laughs) An actor, but they sing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then, I mean, there's not much else noteworthy. Mahersh is nominated. That's something. Um, Okay. 
Not surprising. He is very talented. Emma Stone is nominated for Cruella, so that's kind of an interesting choice. Okay. I guess she was pretty good in that. I think she was decent, yeah. Uh, I don't really see anything else kind of memeable here, but <laughs> besides, of course, all of the nominees for Best Short Documentary, which are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess, okay, and, and the television, the, te- the television programs... Um, we had Lupin, The Morning Show, Pose, Squid Game, Succession, The Great, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, Reservation Dogs, and Ted Lasso. I've only seen Squid Game of those, but I do plan on watching Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I hear good things about Ted Lasso. That's like, uh, he goes and becomes a like English football coach, right? But he's American? Something like that, Something yeah. Like that? It's supposed to be like kind of wholesome, kind of funny. So I'm all for that. All right, all it's right. my favorite genre of um, Jason Sudeikis properties. So, <laughs> yeah. Right next, right after Jason Sudeikis, <laughs> but he sings. <laughs> I'm sure that exists somewhere <laughs> on the dark web. Uh, <laughs> then, oh my God, Santa's back in the chimney and he's throwing trailers directly at you. Take cover. Oh my God, Santa stops. Santa. <laughs> Santa, it tickles. Um, we have... Okay, okay. Okay, Santa. <laughs> did you see the Nicolas Cage movie about Nicolas Cage? I did. I believe, Did you send this to me? I feel like you sent this to me. No, I would never. If I didn't send I you the you Dude did. Pori movie, I didn't send you the unbearable weight of massive talent. Ah, I probably did, actually. Let's be real. Um, I, I, I saw this, strangely enough. And oh, oh, no, sorry. You didn't send it to me. I saw it on YouTube. I was like, I'm not going to click that. Then I opened Instagram. And then <laughs> Lad Bible says, Nicolas Cage plays himself, <laughs> question mark, exclamation mark. Then I had to watch the trailer. You and had honestly, to know. It honestly looks kind of delightful. I'm pretty, I'm pretty on board. Like it looks, you know, very silly, obviously, him, but very meta. Yeah, but you know? him, him, and, him and Pedro, good, good old time. Yeah. A Pedro team up. Um, yeah. A meta Nicolas Cage thing. You know, it's nice to see he's aware of the kind of meme of a human being he is. Um. It's nice to know that he knows his place in <laughs> yeah, the societal no. food chain at the very bottom. <laughs> Just above Peter Dinklage, but significantly below Peter Dinklage singing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. God. Um, anyway, yeah, it looks pretty good. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, then uh, Santa's almost run out of trailers, but he's got one more left. It's the Lost City. Oh my God. And he, he hurls it like <sighs> a fastball, and it, like, shatters your window and kills the neighbor's dog in the process. Goodness. Santa, good pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goal. What did you say it was called? The I was lost... too busy listening to the description. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really happy with how this is going. Uh, the Lost <clears throat> City. I think you should check it out because I think it looks, if cinemas were open and we didn't live in different countries and life was perfect, I think it looks like a really good Woody movie. Um, oh. Because it stars Channing Tatum, uh, mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, and Daniel uh-huh. Radcliffe. And there's a cheeky cameo at the end, which is, of course, Brad Pitt. But um, Ooh. the trailer is... yeah. I- I haven't seen this, but it, it does sound quite good. It's an action comedy where Sandra Bullock is like a writer of like action adventure novels and or movies. And then Channing Tatum is the actor who plays it, but then she gets kidnapped. And so Channing Tatum has to actually be like an action hero and save her. And Okay, um, so it's got a little bit of a Tropic Thunder uh, yeah. thing going for it. And um, Daniel Radcliffe is the villain. He looks kind of nutty. And at the end, Brad Pitt comes in and saves the day. And he's looking very like, very... Kind of very pity, 
very pity, like a bit, bit of like an older Brad Pitt, but in a, in a sexy way, like in that George Clooney kind of, kind of older. Or just that Brad Pitt kind of way. That's true, actually. He's equally sexy, if not more so, than George Clooney. Sorry, George. I would, I would definitely say uh, more. I think he's also older than George Clooney. Don't you think? Yeah. So he has you beaten everything, George. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> and finally, Santa, Santa drops Mike. <laughs> Keep forgetting I'm Santa, sorry. Keep forgetting this horrible roleplay premise that I laid out for this episode that I came up with. Um, <laughs> and finally, Santa brings a bit of a strange story to tell the world on Christmas. Uh, the most Christmassy of tales about actress Letitia Wright not wanting to get vaccinated and Disney demanding vaccination going forward. So we'll be in Black Panther 2, but also will not be in future films. Oh. So Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri... What a... What a- what a lovely <laughs> Christmas story. Santa sits down, opens so the So basically the replacement, the replacement in the Black Panther universe is an anti-vaxxer and is now getting booted from the, the entire MCU. Yeah, so she... It's what I'm hearing. Because they've already started production of Black Panther 2, it doesn't apply for this one. But in the future, if you aren't vaccinated, you can't be on set. And so she, I guess, it seems will choose not to do that which is okay i'm sorry but like yeah is that not stupid well it's stupid for many reasons um one of them being the ultimate bag fumble just saying i mean like you're really gonna throw yeah. away millions, millions of, dollars of dollars for doing something that you already should do you know what i mean like for doing something that's literally oh my goodness yeah that is so that is atrociously and criminally stupid yeah so shuri uh, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, about this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. I'm sure you ought to get that head checked out of yours. I'm, I'm sure she'll be getting some coal in her stocking. Because I'm Santa, oh, so I know. Not, and, and, oh, right. <laughs> well, on that really cheerful Christmas note, ho, 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 Santa. Oh, my God. What do you have in the sleigh? <laughs> That's, uh, no, there's Oh, no. my God. Oh, my. Is that Mrs. Claus? <laughs> Dead? <laughs> horrible adventure that once again i just i just picture like you in your current state just going outside and seeing santa claus like santa what's in the sleigh it's just mrs (laughs) claus dead oh my god mrs claus mrs claus but dead (laughs) um peter dinklage but (laughs) what a delightful christmas gift um so okay santa you open up you open up the box peter dingley just unfurls like a worm starts singing and then unfurling on top of him is pedro pascal or whoever else we said no jason sudeikis (laughs) what a weird mix-up you did there they're all just jason sudeikis i mean sorry pedro pascal (laughs) But dead. <laughs> you just you open your Christmas present and it's just Peter Tinklage standing next to Petro Pascal's corpse. There are so many questions you would have. Peter Tinklage is singing his heart out. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but it's all NWA songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god Jesus <laughs> oh, oh my goodness Peter So in my sleigh here I have today's topic 
And that topic... No, you don't. ...is the movie Spider-Man No Way Home. Look, I brought you Tom Holland's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you Tom Holland's nipple. <laughs> God, we've really... I feel like every year we have to bring back this character of, like, sadistic, murderous, <laughs> evil Santa Claus. <laughs> Um, slightly seductive Santa. <laughs> we're just we're just alliteration Santa, only with S. Yeah. Sexual seductive, um, savage um, Santa. S- s- silly, <laughs> goof. Um. Anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me get my alliteration on. <laughs> silly seductive goof Santa. So we're gonna talk about No Way Home, <laughs> Spider Man oh. Three, hit cinemas. Um. Should we go spoilers just from the jump? I think we should, because everyone's seen it so. now, and you can't really talk about it without spoiling it. So, we're talking exactly. spoilers for the newest Spider-Man film, No Way Home. Uh, spoilers, click to the Tom Knews if you don't want it spoiled. Three, two, one, okay. Tobey <sighs> Maguire and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, and I, I'm really sorry to say this, but because I exhaled at the same time as you saying that, it sounded to me like you said Poopy Maguire. I'm sorry. I'm not happy about it, but it's a fact, and I had to point it I'm, out. I'm happy about it. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to happen. <laughs> that is, I timed it perfectly. <laughs> My mathematical calculations spot on. So... Uh, um, overall, well, yeah, overall, what did you think? We haven't really talked about it in depth because we wanted to save our thoughts for, for the pod. Yeah. So, overall, what did you um, think? Genuinely, one of my favorite Marvel movies ever. Like, Jeez. the best one I've seen in a very long time. I really, really liked it. It was, um, like, it was, it's it's up there in the probably top three for me, honestly. It was, uh, Top three? God. I think so. Damn. I think, oh, no, a top, at least top five. Maybe top three. All right. Well, let me let me actually pull up um, my MCU ranking just so I can see where I've put it. Um, whips up long <laughs> scroll. <laughs> Santa style. It's on the <laughs> nice list. Sorry. Damn, that is. <laughs> yeah. So this movie. It's on the nice list. <laughs> no, I, I I really really enjoyed. It. I thought the. Like it's, it's, it's a movie that you cannot really understand or enjoy if you haven't seen the other Marvel movies. But then again, so is every Marvel movie now. And therefore, it works. And I think it the story's great. The, the action's really good. I The cameos made me go insane. And the only thing I have a bit of a problem with is, is the ending. But we can talk about that later on, if you want. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty similar on it. Yeah, I loved it. Um... Maybe it's a little too soon, which is why I wouldn't say it's like in my top, top tier, but in look at my ranking here that I'll put in my review, I've put it number eight. Um, but taking out Infinity War and Endgame, above that, there are no movies that really have come out that recently. Like it's like Guardians, Winter Soldier, Iron Man, that kind of thing. Um, mm. So yeah, of like the recent properties, definitely uh, one of my favorite ones. I mean, it is essentially Spider-Man Endgame. It's like the big kind of... Yeah, climactic film and yeah like you said i mean i I think the reason it works so well is because in addition it's not just cameos and fan service it's like it's a ton of that but it because it it does pay attention to having like an interesting story and a character arc it ties itself in yeah very well into the story so it doesn't like while it's obviously like i think the like as much as i loved it and as much as the like as I would not change it at all. 
the one or one of the only cameos that really just kind of like <laughs> took me out of the story was when a, a, a certain Matt Murdock appeared. I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> I felt like, whilst I loved it and I wouldn't change it, it did feel a little bit like, oh, a little forced. <laughs> mm. I think. I think yeah, I mean, it is, again, like it's sort of, you know, you can't really say this about MCU stuff because it applies to all of it. But <clears throat> if you hadn't seen, but then again, like Daredevil kind of a relatively niche thing compared to how mainstream No Way mm-hmm. Home is. So for the people who haven't seen it, which I assume is quite a few, it will just be kind of weird that there's this, okay, he has his lawyer here, and then his lawyer catches a brick out of thin air, even though he's blind, and it's like, huh. Yeah. Kind of strange. Interesting. But, um, but I mean, can we just say, though, Charlie Cox is back. Charlie Cox Matt is Murdoch. back. And it was a fucking awesome cameo. I mean, it was... It was such a good on, cameo. Was, I loved it. It, it was, was so, so ah. Legit, I, I just, I fist bumped the air when I saw the Cox. I mean, I saw it with my mom, and I kind of... <laughs> very coolly as you do i like leaned over and i was like that's daredevil i was like i have to t- i didn't tell someone because i was like he's here and it was uh it was just really cool to see him like on the big screen it was cool to see him back you know we haven't seen him for a while it's cool to see him interacting with you know happy hogan um mm-hmm. no yeah it was just yeah it, it, it was great um and uh it was it was so so good should we talk oh. should we talk other cameos while while we're here and by cameos, let's I mean pretty major players in the film. First of all, let's let's yeah, start yeah. with the villains. Um, mm-hmm. We have Doc Ock. Um, yeah. Goblin, Gobliny boy, Sandman, the lizard. <laughs> Gobliny boy, probably the main villain. <laughs> and Electro. Um, I liked that Doc Ock and Green Goblin had like a very similar performance to what they had in the Raimi films. It feels a little weirdly out of place yeah. occasionally, but like it was, it felt, it made them feel like the same characters, you know, which was cool. Can I, can I just say, I think, I think Willem Dafoe is Jay like terrifying as the Goblin. Like when he goes, when he does like his Goblin voice or like his insane voice, it's like, mm. I'm like, holy sh**. He is Willem. He is a pretty frightening individual. And he, he, I say this with like reverence and respect. He does look a bit like a Goblin. And it's but <laughs> like, I, mean, this is a I say this twist. with love and affection. You look like a gnome, my guy. Um, you look like you ought to be in my factory helping with the presents. Um, but yeah, no, he was fantastic, and I thought the de aging was also really good on um, on Jamie Fox especially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what do you think of? Uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, who takes a turn from being the easily easily the worst Spider-Man villain to kind of a, f- I mean, he basically just feels like Jamie Foxx, like just like yeah, it's basically just Jamie Foxx, but he's got electricity coming out of him. I liked him. I really yeah, enjoyed him. He, I, was, he was quite good. I thought he was good. I thought Sandman was okay. Didn't didn't do much to talk about. Yeah, Sandman didn't do much. Lizard did not do much either. They they were all good. It was and it was obviously cool to see them. It, you know, and we should just say overall like. It was insane to see all of this come together, like, having followed these films for, you know, most of my life, seeing the villains, mm. seeing the heroes cross over, there was this insane, cool, you know, crazy aspect to it that is just kind of like, I just want to put it out there because I think we'll talk more specific stuff. So, yes, it was just very cool to see all no, of that. No, it was, it was so, yeah, it was so, so fun seeing, like, the f- people from, like, a movie that was, was it, almost 20 years ago in, in the first Spider-Man, because that was 2002, yeah. right? come back to this it was oh, it was so good yeah and like i've like i've watched like like spider-man 2 i remember i watched from my cousin when I, we were like seven it was on tv and we got like terrified of the chainsaw scene and like yeah it's just yeah it's cool to see these characters there's there's a reason they did it you know it's like nostalgia and all that but it, it's effective and it's exciting and fun fan service and then of course 
we have the Spider-Men. We do Toby, have the Spider-Men. Andrew, and Tom. Oh. <laughs> Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, with Garfield being the obvious three. <laughs> well, I really, I have to say, I very much enjoyed the angle that they took where, like, I mean, first of all, they played into the fact that they're very different types of people, even though they're, they're the same character. Mm. They have very different personalities. And, like, Tobey Maguire yeah. is, like, you know, so sweet and kind of, like, you know, happy-go-lucky, almost, like, a bit dorky, you know, in, like, a charming way. And then Andrew Garfield yeah, yeah. is, like, trying to be cool, but is kind of insecure. And, and, and is, is try, trying failure. to make some friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just isn't great at everything and is just, like, happy to be there now that he has friends. I don't know, like, the way they poked fun at the various Spider-Men and their tropes yeah, and kind the, of thing. Yeah, the way, they, the way they make made fun of a lot of the obviously bad things from previous movies is just so Yeah, fun. when he mentioned the Russian in the rhinoceros costume, <laughs> that, yeah, that was like, got me good. They were talking about how they fought aliens, and then he's like, I fought aliens. <laughs> A Russian in a rhinoceros costume. <laughs> yeah, and I like, did laugh very hard. It was just seeing them interacting. Also, that's the great thing where it wasn't just like, like here they are. Like, isn't that cool? They're here together. But like, they wrote it in a way where they had some of the best chemistry, like in an MCU film I've seen of like a friend dynamic. Yeah. Or you, if you, it was really really good. Yeah, if it wasn't, if even that's the thing actually. Maybe you could still enjoy it if you hadn't seen the others. Obviously not in the same way, but. Because of how fun their banter and their like back and forth is, you kind of just enjoy it as its own buddy dynamic, as if it was just written for this film, and it's just extra cool because mm-hmm. their characters, you know, you know from yeah, I agree from other movies. Um, no, it was it was it was very and uh, and it's also just some of the action scenes where all of them are together. Yeah, them swinging down and you know where they like and first they're like we're, we're we're terrible at this, and then they decide <laughs> who is Spider Man three, obviously, <laughs> and then. As they all jump from the crane and like help each other in the in the web swing, it's like oh, yeah, that is very very. Good. It was it was such a cool moment. Like, uh, it was perfect. That's the thing. This movie is. I've never felt more confident saying this about a film. It is a hundred percent what fans want going in, and like, for a movie yeah. that had such high expectations, it's it completely it lived absolutely up to them. delivered. Um, and just seeing them like you know working on signs together and. They, they were just great together. And they had some, you know, emotional moments together, talking about their losses mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Just excellent, yeah. excellent done. There was an element of it that I just, this is not a bad thing, but it was it was almost too weird seeing them together. It, like, it almost felt like a fan fiction or something. Like, not in a bad way, but I was just like... <laughs> Santa did not <laughs> appreciate how well he'd made this present. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, something about them crossing over from other franchises. It's almost like if Superman showed up, just because you know they're from a different, or at least I, like, you know they're from, like, a different, like, studio. Like, you, it feels like yeah. there's, like, if it's, like, a fourth wall break, you <laughs> know This isn't I mean? even the same studio! <laughs> what are you doing here? Because you know there's almost, like, yeah, like, there were real-world, you know, things. It's not like when the Avengers come together, because they've always been the same world. But, like, when you know there were, like, real-world things between the movies, it, it feels almost... Like a fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, and how how when the when like the original movies here or like when the Amazing Spider Man and the Toby Spider Man, <laughs> sorry, that's not how I should call it the Toby Spider Man. <laughs> but when they were made, uh, the MCU and this crossover was not ever like in mind. Yeah, and then it happening. It's, yeah, no, it's, it was it's crazy. Cool, but I see, I see why you would be like, yo, <laughs> yo, was that yo. Toby? Yo, is that my boy Andrew? The Gar? Um, I don't know. This is the most I've ever liked Andrew Garfield Spider Man, by the way. Like by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's it's not it's not difficult either. No, it, sure. Those movies were. Uh, I think he's a decent Spider Man, but like, bah. yeah, he wasn't the problem with those movies. Although they did, he did kind of like they did try to make him a bit too like 
cool and mysterious. And it's like, come on, it's Peter Parker. Come on, look, I, I, I love the part when the the three of them are standing there. He goes, "I love you guys." Yeah, I <laughs> just say, <laughs> God, "Thank yeah. you." It was so delightful. Yeah, and um, and you know, not to take away from Tom, he was also great. But it's just sort of you know, when you have all this other crazy shit going on, it's it's easy um, to forget to mention him. Um, and then, I mean, God, yeah, there was so much going on, but what do you think of the story of trying to cure the villains? Um, I, I won't lie. I was, I was sitting there. I was thinking, oh yeah, okay. It's a nice idea, but they're going to be sent back to their original universe anyways. Like right before they die fighting Spider-Man, they said. So would it not just like take away their powers and send them right back and then leave them helpless in a fight. <laughs> and then Maguire just punches someone's, some poor civilian's fucking head off. Maguire just punches straight through Jamie Foxx. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I like the idea of like the moral, you know, compass and like his, his lesson of don't take revenge and like you should try to help people yeah, and, and be a hero. And obviously, yeah, like with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, but... but I have to say, like, it. I did find it a little goofy and a little thin of, like, these villains who have, like, murdered... Like, they paint out, like, strange as, like, this, you know, cold and calculated and bad. He's like, their lives will... Their sacrifice will mean more live. And it's, like, that immediately makes you think, oh, but, like, maybe one shouldn't die so others can live. But, like, if you think about it, I mean, they murdered so many people. And there's a reason that it was heroic when Spider-Man killed them. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. The whole point... Like, and you, you're bad guys. Yeah. It's what we do. And so just because Aunt May is like, look, Willem Dafoe pretending to be nice, you should save them. And then, like, I, I also, I do get it for kind of like Doc Ock where it's like, and, you know, even Green yeah, Goblin. Do- I mean, Doc where, Ock, I think Doc Ock is obviously like. They were good and then, like, they were corrupted by something. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but was the lizard man not evil before he was a lizard? Like, was his plan not. What, I think didn't, it was like to. He turned himself into a lizard because he was evil. He didn't become when he was a lizard, was he? No, he wanted he wanted to turn like the entire human race into lizards or something like that, didn't he? Yeah, like I don't know. That one's a bit. I don't know. I guess it, it makes sense, but it was a little bit when Aunt May is like, "You need to help people," and like Spider Man is going against Doctor Strange. I was kind of like, "Well, you know, Doctor Strange, he kind of has a point." I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bad person. But... I'm kind of with Steven on this one. Well, also, can we talk about the action scene of? Um... The action scene of Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange was probably my favorite in the film. It was amazing. But the fact that Spider-Man can beat Doctor Strange in his own oh, dimension. Yeah. It's maths. I love it. Ridiculous. That was kind of, I was sitting there. I sat there and I just, I cringed hard is what I say. I mean, we've I, seen like Doctor Strange like f***ing going against Thanos and like turning himself into a million Doctor Stranges and turning Thanos's you know, powers into birds and all this sh- It's like, you could have done a million things to stop him like in two seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That kind of bugged me. I was like, how the f*** are you going to say that? <laughs> I screamed it at the screen, actually. I screamed it at my mom. Sitting next to me. I was like, <laughs> you sat the there and just screamed your this? mom in the ear. She's now got tinnitus <laughs> because of it. <laughs> But, but but it was like no, amazing. I, 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 I did think that I, I was sitting there like it was a really good action scene, but it was kind of like it did feel a little cheap at the end, where it just kind of like it was used as a way to just get rid of Doctor Strange for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it and was it, like the only way he beat him is with math. It's like yeah, it's um like the Weekly Planet say they Professor X him, where in all the X Men films they find some contrived excuse to take Professor X out of it because he would solve everything immediately. And it's like, hmm. now that you've shown that Doctor Strange can do all of this crazy stuff. Also, now, I, I loved it, by the way. I'm just, I'm not trying to always be negative. Just 
my only other kind of like gripe with it my only gripes were really just like story points the doctor strange thing was one of them and then the fact that that's the way the spell gets out of hand is basically the way they showed in the trailer where peter is just talking when doctor strange could have asked him like just 10 seconds it would have taken 10 seconds for this whole thing not to happen like yeah that was kind of you know a bit a bit silly but i guess it's a silly comic book movie but overall not that we're done here but overall amazing i would say yeah, same. <laughs> Not that we we don't have more to talk about. Let's talk about um, Ned. Is is it Ned? <laughs> Let's Ned. talk about Ned. <laughs> Let's talk about Ned. It is Ned, right? <laughs> yes. Is it Ned? Let's okay, talk about Ned, Ned and MJB. Let's talk about you <laughs> and Ned. <laughs> I mean, they were. I have to say, they're starting to not look like young people that they're supposed to be at this point. Like, they kind of look like they're 23 now. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I I don't think... It didn't take me out of the movie. I wasn't sitting there like, oh my god, Ned, you f***ing old bastard. <laughs> no, it didn't, like, take me out. But I was I was thinking, they can't really... They can't keep this up for too much longer without me getting onto their case. Um, but <laughs> I will start thinking they're not in high school anymore. <laughs> I thought... I genuinely thought the chemistry between MJ and and Peter insane it was so so good not okay not insane let's who am i kidding but weird word to use there it was (laughs) king bananas (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was really really well done some of the best like romantic chemistry i think we've seen in the mcu yeah i would agree and that's and that's why um like i think it's been it's been built up over like two slash three movies now and that's why the ending bugged me so much as well hmm do, do we want to talk ending now? Do we do we want to? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say I would agree <sighs> on the romantic chemistry. Um, it, it was really, really good, and they, they've they built up naturally. It didn't feel forced at all. They're really good. I mean, they're dating in real life, so it makes sense that they have good chemistry. Um, yeah. And yeah, no, it was super sweet, and um, and you believe it for what their characters are and, like, how they are. It doesn't feel like they just changed to 180. Like, you believe how it's progressed. And the ending, exactly weird, I have to say, weird choice. Um, I don't necessarily dislike it, but I thought, like, you've kind of written no, yourself I, I, into a hole here where whatever you do, I feel like it's not going to be great because either you have to spend a large part of the next film, like, him getting to know his friends again, which seems kind of pointless and redundant, or you just fix it right away, and then it feels, this feels pointless, you know? Or you don't fix it, which so would you be You just write just them out? Sad. Well, I don't, no, I, I don't want this to happen, but it could be that they just, like, yeah, do something oh. like that, which I think would be so, like, so sad and stupid. I, I don't think they'll do that, because the way she did it, where she was like, I love you, and then she's like, tell me when you remember, when I remember you, whatever, they're going to have a big moment where the whole audience is going to cheer, where he's going to go, I love you too, and then they embrace and kiss, and everything's right again. I really hope they just get all their memories back, and they don't have to learn Yeah, I would, I would take that because over. Because, I, I don't know. It's just it just seems so weirdly obviously it complicates things for the future but it was also just like a weirdly melancholic ending to such a like otherwise fun and like upbeat thing like obviously yeah. I know it ends with him like going out oh Spider-Man he does a cool swing but the gist and like atmosphere of it is very just kind of sad to me Yeah he's like, lost oh, is... literally everyone who makes him happy Legit no one knows who he is and he's got yeah I thought it was so like it was it, it it disguised itself a little bit, but I thought it was genuinely like bit of a bit of a heartbreaking ending, and I was like, "Damn, this this sucks." Yeah, it's kind of like it's funny because I watched um, "It's a Wonderful Life" classic 
movie, like a few days beforehand, and the whole <laughs> spoilers for that movie from like 1948 or something, but the whole like big ending of it is <laughs> an angel shows this guy what his life would be like if he'd never existed, and like no one knows who he is, and it's like a horrible nightmare, and that's what like wakes him up to his reality. And, like, it's kind of funny that this movie ended before the feel-good ending where that's reversed. You know what I mean? Like, mm. that's the whole point is then they, they change it back and then he's all happy and everyone loves him again. And, like, you know, everything's good. And this one, they just leave yeah. it at, well, this is pretty sad, isn't it? <laughs> this is very sad. and Yeah, I don't know. It was, um, I kind of sat there. It was, like, because after such a, like, euphoric and triumphant movie throughout an ending, it just, yeah. Not yeah, like you know, like the ending fight and stuff like that. That ending just kind of like, I don't know. It leaves you. It leaves you feeling a bit empty. I have to say. Yeah, I would agree. A bit of an odd choice. Curious to see what they what they do with that. Um, do mm. we want to talk post credits real quick? There was Venom. That's um, there was Venom, which is. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, yeah. Even though I don't like those movies, I do quite like this character. I've, I've he's grown. <laughs> I, I do like I do like the Venom character. In general. Um, but that, but Tom now Hardy he's gone. Has fun with it. Tom Hardy's out. He is gone. Which kind of sucks, because, I mean, I guess, like, they put the Venom symbiote there, but they got rid of, like, what I actually care about with Venom, which is his Tom Hardy dynamic. So that's kind of... Yeah. Kind of weird, but I guess there's Do you think he'll just way. find... Do you think he'll find a Tom Hardy in the MCU? Maybe, or they'll maybe they'll find some way to bring him back. I don't know. You know, you never know. Anything can happen now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they can do whatever it, they want. I, I really do want him and... Him and uh, Tom, Tom to Holland to, to fight and or or just team up, you know, whatever yeah, whatever they want to do. That'd be delightful. But like, because I think the char- yeah all the charm in- with Venom is the dynamic with Tom, and without Tom, Venom sucks balls. Yeah, <laughs> he is absolutely nothing. Um, and then there was the Doctor Strange two trailer after that, which looked cool, but also. You shouldn't have put that there because everyone was spent. Like the whole movie yeah. was like amazing moment after amazing moment no one has any any energy left to give even to a quite a cool trailer after after all of that yeah yeah exactly i'd also just want some more like post-credit like actual stuff instead of a trailer yeah i, I thought maybe they could have put dr strange like just meeting up with wanda like a you know a bit of that scene that could have been mm-hmm. like kind that of been fine better but yeah uh, but the tom hardy one was great and also if, if we hadn't had even though it was the best part of that movie if we hadn't had that ending scene from venom 2 if we'd just seen this that would have been like that the most amazing cameo ever i would i would have gone bonanzas <laughs> if 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 i had seen that um also and this is a very random note but just something that i remember <laughs> that made me kind of chuckle two moments in very close succession at the end when tom holland is beating the shit out of willem dafoe um i thought it was a <laughs> when Toby and Andrew look at each other and like kind of nod at each other, I, I just imagined that they were gonna jump in and start beating the shit out of Willem Dafoe also. And I enjoyed the <laughs> I idea. Of, gonna jump in and start beating the shit out of Tom. Yeah. <laughs> or and also it made me laugh that well you know it's all like dramatic and poetic that he's gonna kill him with his own glider just like he died with his own glider before. I thought it was kind of funny when Tom picked up this enormous fucking super inconvenient glider to try and kill Defoe with it. It's like, that looks like the like least practical possible way to murder him. Like, you could just punch his skull clean off, you know? And you have to pick up this giant yeah. hulking piece of machinery. 
<laughs> but um, <laughs> like Tom, you idiot. <laughs> you you can get out of the quantum realm, but or whatever it is, the mirror realm, or yeah, you know, because you know math, whatever you nerds call it, because <laughs> you know math. But then you do that, <laughs> clearly not knowing but you physics can't very well. P- figure out that you could punch Willem Dafoe's heart clean out. Also, I know <laughs> he has like you know goblin <laughs> powers and whatnot, but because <laughs> I know like Willem Dafoe is you know. However old he but because is. I know Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like, seeing him beating the shit out of Tom Holland was just kind of a little s- strange occasionally. I don't know. It just felt a little bit, like, stunt doubly, you know, because I know it's not mm. Willem Dafoe doing it. Like, I don't know. I guess that's not really a smart complaint. I know Willem Dafoe wasn't actually beating up Tom Holland, so this movie... Sucks. I know Willem Dafoe is not actually the Green Goblin, <laughs> which kind of took me out of the movie. <laughs> But, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Brick Catch, we mentioned that. J.K. Simmons, he was in it. He was pretty good. Um, he was, he was. Any uh, Anything else you got? I forget. Is, is, is J.K. Simmons, does he show up in previous Marvel movies? I yeah, forget. he showed up in Far From Home, so he didn't come from the, um, the Raimi-verse. I mean, we... But... Sorry, go ahead. Cause he, just, he, just, he, just, he just shows up at the very end, right? Yeah, but so he was always there. So he's a character from the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess but, it's just a like coincidence. I, like obviously, I like him being there, but like it's they also show that he's just like in his bedroom or something like that. Well, they they were doing like an Alex Jones joke where it's like, um, you know, look, he's a crazy like conspiracy theorist. Um, I mean, yeah, he's very clearly meant to be an Alex Jones parody, which you know mm. was kind of. I don't know. I I guess I kind of like the character of J.K. Simmons. So to associate him with like Alex Jones is sort of a little bit like because I don't know. Even though J.K. <laughs> or J. John Jameson is like a you know kind of bad person, he's sort of like fun and like a likable character in in a weird yeah. way. And so to like associate him with like fucking Alex Jones is kind of like just makes it like uh like <laughs> I feel dirty liking this. <laughs> well, I don't like him now, you know. Which is like yeah. But anyway, mm. um, I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean, like, the them arriving, like, the scene of Andrew and Toby arriving was pretty great. Um, yeah, it was. Pretty funny, too. As they, as they, as they, as they walked through the portals. Again, yeah. I did I did think it was just, just Peter, like, Tom, to begin with. And then, like, yeah. two seconds passed, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's happening. And, like, the whole cinema started clapping, which was pretty cool, because in Denmark, generally, they don't really do that much. And Yeah, so it was exactly. Pretty, pretty Everyone was, like, exclaiming in in the cinema I was in. It was like, oh, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And um, there was, yeah, just a funny scene too. Andrew Garfield, yeah, really, really funny in this movie. Really, like a, a one of his career best performances, I dare say. It was just really delightful. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was something else I was going to say. Aunt May, uh, dead. <laughs> There's, I had a very, another very good point. Um, <laughs> Aunt May, deceased. <laughs> great movie reviewing here i thought that was a very emotional scene though actually because you know tom holland i think so as well he's great at i teared up a few moments in this movie you know yeah yeah but yeah tom holland's like sad you know crying acting is it all it always kind of just hits you there and because you've seen their relationship grow and it's been like kind of relatable at times and you know yeah it was a Mm. sad sad moment happy didn't die so i'm i'm happy about that hey oh I'm sad about that. <laughs> Wong was there. God, what a movie. It had Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy, Wong, and Matt Murdock, and Tobey Maguire. What do we... And Jamie oh Foxx. What else do we want here? What else What else can we ask for here? What, Nothing. What an ensemble. Um, <laughs> um, do we like the... 
do we like the fact that Wong is a Sorcerer Supreme on a technicality? <laughs> it's very appropriate. I feel like that is the only way Wong could get such an honor. Um, <laughs> <Good guy. laughs> Taking a huge shit on Wong's capabilities? Yeah, so sorry, um, sorry. Do we want... Oh, oh, also very poetic that um, Andrew Garfield saves MJ. Yeah. He let uh, Gwen Stacy get hashtag crack egged. Yeah, that was cute. You know, they had a lot of moments like that that were, like, cute little throwbacks and, you know, fixing things. Mm. And, you know, they had little moments with their villains and stuff. It was nice. It was it was a good movie. That's what I'll say. So, um, Spider-Man I'll say, no I'll agree with you on that one, Santa. I'll put that one on the nice list of movies. Oh, hell yeah. Hee hee. Um, I'll, no, I'll, I'll rank, I think I'll, hee <laughs> hee. I'll probably rank it fourth of all time for me in the MCU. What would you put ahead of it? Uh, in no order, I would probably definitely put Guardians ahead of it, maybe Thor Ragnarok, and then probably one of the Avengers, you know. Yeah, I'd put, um, Endgame, Infinity War, Iron Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, Winter Soldier, Guardians, and the first Avengers above it. But out of 31, uh, movies and Disney Plus shows, number eight ain't a bad spot to be in, I'm just saying. It is not. In, and in a, in a franchise with a lot of very good movies. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, on my list here, like, I don't think any of these movies are bad until you get basically to, like, number 30 and 31. Um, and even, even Captain Marvel isn't that terrible. But anyway, so yeah. Um, that was No Way <laughs> Home. Heavy, heavy, heavy shade at the, la- at the bottom. <laughs> even Captain Marvel is not awful. <laughs> so um, now, uh, ho, ho, ho. Guess what I got? I got I got your favorite segment, Freddy. I'm Santa. Here is it's time for. Oh, it, it could it be the Tom Canoes. Uh, no, actually, it's the announcements. No, and such. Uh, <laughs> we're skipping it this week. <laughs> God, the day we do that is the day I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. Uh, alright, well... Combust, probably. Ooh, we got, a, we got a couple of Tom Cruise things. Um, we got something about Tom Cruise's cake. <laughs> okay. And I'm not talking okay. about food. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> what is this? I mean, food for some. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise, what is he doing here? So there's something about Tom Cruise cake. The famous Christmas cake from Tom Cruise. This is a... Flying cakes across continents. What the fuck? This this sounds like a fever dream that you're reading out to me. Tom Cruise flies cakes across continents. (laughs) Every Christmas, the actor sends an extreme white chocolate coconut gâteau to close friends. I don't know why I said gâteau like a not French person. Gâteau! (laughs) Gâteau! By private jet. (laughs) This year, those friends include me twice all right nice flex stewart heritage of the guardian i mean we don't care if you're friends with tom cruise sorry Damn, you've just sorry you've just all over stewart and his like most proud accomplishment. sorry i'm life. just jealous you are living a great life not that i'm not living a great life but yours includes friendship with tom cruise so <laughs> but yours is way better clearly so you know <laughs> so apparently he sends his friends cake he also sent one to Haley atwell um i wouldn't eat the cake i wouldn't put it past cruise to poison it I'm just saying. To, but, he, he's definitely fiddled with it. I don't know about poison, <laughs> but something sketchy doth happen. He's probably just put, like, some of his, like, Pubes. dog's hair. And, ah, I was trying to go uh. on a classy route. You you took it a nasty route. Um, 
<laughs> but I kind of like it. <laughs> but <laughs> Devious Santa is kind of enjoying. So yeah, anyway, I guess that's nice. That has got to be the grossest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good one. But, uh, but um, Devious Santa kind of like. <laughs> this is, this is, we need to, you know, New Year's resolution, we need to like clean up the pot a bit and not have it be like this. Cause this I is okay. thoroughly disagree. But... <laughs> We just no, we don't have to clean. Devious like, Santa does not like this. In terms of, in terms of like overall, I just feel like raunchiness. Maybe we turn down just a tiny bit because I feel like we've gotten a little too comfortable here. And someday we're gonna no, look no, back no, and no, just no. be like, "This was no, a mistake." No. I'm still very on edge whenever we record. <laughs> um, well, anyway, now it's time for the announcements and such. We're gonna record it right now because I said so. Uh, mm. It's Monday, December twentieth, when we're recording this. So, <clears throat> um, let's see. Movie guy asked if we would riot if Charlie Cox isn't in No Way Home. Now we're now out of the spoiler section for No Way Home, so we can't say mm. whether or not he is. So I guess I'll just leave that to your imagination. I'll just say whether he is or isn't. If he was not, I would slash did riot. There we go. Yep. There you go. So <laughs> if you would slash did have seen Freddy on the news in the streets with a pitchfork, that was why. It's. It's it's because there was no cocks on my screen. <laughs> um, Kian appreciated the debut of the red arrow in my thumbnail for my Hawkeye video. Uh, I appreciate you noticing that, Kian. Um, it still did some stinky views, though, so clearly it didn't work. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, live and learn. Um, and then... The bitter my... crumble of a career. <laughs> So it's been it's been a Thank little... you for noticing that little little thing I've done here. <laughs> it still did f*** all for my monetary funds. So it's been a little bit, uh, not necessarily like, you know, in every respect, but in terms of subscriber growth and um, average view count, not been the hottest month on the BHL channel, I'm not going to lie. So, you know, we're going to spice it up in 2022, hopefully. But anyway. Um, you need to go more raunchy on the BHL channel. <laughs> Clearly. And then also on my Iron Man chronology, which is doing quite well, so I appreciate that. Um, not that I only care about the views. Anyway, Jonathan Holmes wrote, I can't wait for you to do one of these for Trevor Slattery. So I just, I thought that was a good comment. Um, and then... A, a, a Trevor Slattery <laughs> chronology video. Honestly... Jenny, you should do that. That'd be very niche. I'm not even... <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I might end up doing that. Um, that jet, like, I'm not even kidding. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> then on the... Pod, Kian says, I stand with BHL's Ghostbusters Afterlife opinions. Let's go. Um, okay, we, a, a fan? Yes. Um, Joe C <laughs> says, not gonna lie, was looking forward to this more than the No Way Home. Uh, no, more than No Way Home, and it was worth it. Funniest episode ever. Also, no hate on your Ghostbusters Afterlife opinion. Lol. Thank you, Joe C. Uh, for A, retracting your Ghostbusters okay. hate, but also, or if you ever had hate, I don't know, but also, thanks for saying that the uh pod was good also yeah no one hated we all have our opinions so i don't know why i said mm. you didn't retract Which, anything it's all good i feel like a lot of people have been saying that the latest episodes have been their favorite ever i'm like yeah damn so we we straight killing the game <laughs> but this one where i'm still santa claus and i'm reading these comments out of my magic santa book um i don't think this will be anyone's favorite <laughs> this will be one that will be banned <laughs> in multiple countries in fairness, the Christmas ones are always shit shows. Yeah. <laughs> well, we this got one a proper Christmas one coming up uh, next week with the like our award show. Um, oh right. This well, is, isn't that more of a New Year's show? In fairness. Yeah, that's a that's a New Year's show, but we kind of do it Christmassy. I, I put Christmas hats on everyone in the thumbnail. 
Um, oh, okay. Daniel says, some of my f- most anticipated films would be The Batman, Mission Impossible 7, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse 2, Knives Out 2, Creed 3, John Wick 4, and many more. Yeah, same here. Uh, those are some of my most anticipated. P.S., Really funny episode. There were some moments that made my sides hurt from laughing, especially when you're talking about the movie Dog, and weirdly made me interested. Not enough film, but in your guys' Goodness. fantasy version of the film. Uh, and it makes up we for the Ghostbusters. Write a, <laughs> we should write a fanfic. I'm just saying it it almost needs to happen. And it makes up for the Ghostbusters afterlife hate. Keep it up the great work. Thank you, Daniel. Really appreciate that. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed. Um, Anorag says, I think Beach and Freddy would actually love Scream uh fair yeah fair enough maybe we should uh should give that a shout you know okay kian okay. says who ga not quite sure what this is in a <laughs> reference to but i like it um uh, but but i do appreciate uh, the sentiment <laughs> and um cal w says i lose brain cells when i watch this podcast but in a good way so I think that's a very accurate <laughs> review of the pod, honestly. I think so as well. I think that is uh, <laughs> true words have never been written. Um, and then that's about it. There are also the fan pages linked down below. And you can check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where Spotify just today, I at least like, no. they sent me an email today, introduced the concept of rating podcasts. So you can now actually rate our podcast <gasps> five stars on Spotify. Freddie, you better do that. Oh my goodness. Um, I, I'm literally on it right now. <laughs> so... Go rate our podcast five stars on Spotify and or on Apple Podcasts. Both would be nice, but, you know, wherever you listen, of course. Um, And (laughs) if you're listening there, we're on YouTube, the Poorly Planned Podcast. Please subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the bell button. Comment your thoughts on what we talked about down below. And that's about it. So, um, yeah. Merry, I mean, so, ho, ho, ho. I'm so happy I could deliver (laughs) so much Christmas cheer to this wonderful household and this fully grown adult man who does a podcast called Frederick. What a great time this was. Thank you, Santa. Um, You've really made my evening. So I feel like at this point... do please remember to put clothes on next time. (laughs) I also feel like at this point your house is like half burned down to the ground. There's like bullet holes in the walls for some reason. I feel like it's just been an absolute Santa rampage. Santage. Throughout the... uh, (gasps) Santa... Santage out of control. Um, by the way, also, I'm not going to lie, and I know this is not saying much because, like, still, relatively speaking, the views of the pod are very minor, but the views have been pretty pretty damn good for us lately. I'm not going to lie. Like for They have been. I'm just saying. We're, we're crossing see. into, like, the 200 regions on a lot of pods. Uh, yeah, like and, like, consistently. Like, yeah. I'm, before we, we had <laughs> more, then we had a break. Then we came back, and now we're, we're consistently like the 2, 250 kind of thing. Yeah, we're right? working our way back see. up, so I appreciate that, guys. So if you want to recommend the pod, probably don't recommend people to start on this episode. I certainly... Ah, oh God, people I know listen to this. Fuck, I just remembered <laughs> what a horrible revelation to have after this pod. I just realized that like everyone in my film class knows I have this, and some of them listen, some of my friends... Ah, some of them will. Some will hear your pervy Santa jokes. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, you know, living. It is uh, it is. I just, I just see B stars Ben and Fred watch part two <laughs> seventy two views. <laughs> That's so deserved. I'm not gonna that, lie. That hurts. That hurts, guys. Can we bump those numbers up, please? <laughs> but um, I like how 104 people watched the first one, and then 32 <laughs> people decided that they did not want to spend four extra minutes watching the second part. They thought, nah, this could not be worth it. This should um, not be worth it. And also, I have to say, part two is definitely better than part one, I'm just saying. So, if you watched part one, it's, 
part two. Might yeah, be, might be so kind of missing out. Those seventy-four, those seventy-two people are having the time of their lives. <laughs> um, and yeah, so ho ho ho! I'm gonna get in my sleigh and fly away from here before I presumably get arrested for a numer- <laughs> numerous things we mentioned this pod. So ho ho mm. ho! Merry, where are my keys? Merry. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. There is balls go again. (laughs) But um, in all seriousness, hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas. Um, Thank you for... Or Hanukkah. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah. Or anything you celebrate. Have a happy holidays. This is going up on Christmas Eve, and tomorrow's Christmas Day, so (laughs) sleep well, everyone, and it'll be a happy Christmas and or, you know, holidays tomorrow yeah and just uh, and have, have, have every time have a good one in general guys just have a good time and yeah we'll do the full like end of year recap next time so yeah um you can find me on youtube bhl Hudson. uh i mean uh bye santa that's so nice oh what i miss i'm back uh who was was santa what? here that's so weird anyway you can find me what on youtube what just happened BHL what just Hudson? happened <laughs> i don't know i think i decided that for some reason i wasn't here like bhl hudson wasn't here this whole time this was santa i should have oh, done I that see. from the beginning but um Santa okay. actually hit me with a brick in the back of the head, and I've been just lying unconscious. That was caught by Matt Murdock. For, <laughs> yeah, Matt Murdock threw it over to Santa, and then he clocked me with it. And um, you can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvisitgmail.com. Ho, ho, ho. You can find me, <laughs> find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dollsniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK space a gaming. Thank you very much for listening. And we will Christmas you next time. <laughs> ho, 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 